Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast and please feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. We're going to take a look at the LSU football schedule, the SEC football schedule. Coach Ed Orgeron's Tigers on the practice field. Will there be fans at Tiger Stadium? Will there be tailgating? We'll kick a bunch of things around all about LSU football and the SEC and Will they play on September 26th? Hey, we're going to have a lot of fun. Trey Blossman and I appreciate you listening. Connect on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We always appreciate the feedback and the comments. And again, please share this podcast with all of your friends. We're going to hear a quick message. We'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It'll be Sports Takes talking LSU and SEC football right after this pause. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. As I mentioned, this episode, another sports takes with Mr. Trey Blossman. We're here to talk about college football, in particular LSU. The SEC releasing their schedule on Monday evening. We're going to talk about the LSU schedule. A couple things about it we'll get into. Overall, the SEC schedule. Going to get into that, have some fun. The Tigers have been back out on the practice field. They had their first workout on uh, Monday the 17th, and uh, we've both seen a little bit of video from that. I haven't talked to anybody who was out there that haven't allowed media out there yet. But it's time to talk some LSU and SEC football schedule. Without any further ado, we say hello and good afternoon to Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you? Tommy, doing fine today. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that, and LSU fans are doing fine because the schedule was released, and if we go back a week, no question LSU got the the best draw when they added the two teams to the schedule of each SEC team, uh, you know, by getting Vanderbilt and Missouri, and most people would say they got the best draw there. And then the schedule comes out, and first three games are – Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Missouri, two of the teams added, plus the Bulldogs. And a lot of people saying that that's a pretty good draw for LSU as well. This will be the third time since 1992 that LSU opens with an SEC opponent. Obviously, they got to do it this year, but you got to go back to 07 and 2015. Ironically, both of those years was against Mississippi State, but it was in Starkville. Tigers scheduled to open September 26th at home. All your TV and time kickoff times are going to be released later, but they'll open up with Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. That'll provide some interesting uh, bylines for the game. But uh, overall, I think a good draw for Ed Orgeron's Tigers on the schedule. Trey Blossman, your thoughts? Well, yeah, no doubt a good draw. We talked earlier about uh, two added games being as soft as you could hope for. If you could pick them, that's probably who you would have picked. Uh, as far as the schedule, uh, at Florida sticks out as a big game 
if the season is played and completed as scheduled, that's a big game as far as LSU's national championship hopes. Obviously, the other game would be the home game against Alabama. Uh, the rest of the games look eminently winnable for the Tigers. So I think it comes down to those two games as to what kind of season we're going to have. Of course, that remains to be seen. A lot has to be played out between now and then. Uh, but it's a good schedule. The, the funniest thing is they maintain the open date for both LSU and Alabama before that week, which uh, I, I guess the conference is trying to make sure that those teams are ready to go and in peak condition because more than likely the winner of that game is certainly going to be the champion in the West. You know, I was of the opinion that I was hoping there was not an open date uh, before Alabama. You know, a colleague of mine, friend of yours, Jordy Hultberg, longtime media guy, we all know his story. He has said for many, many years that he always thought the open date should be after the Bama game, not before it, because he thought the distraction was the two weeks of hype and, you know, you made it more than just a game, uh, you know, on the schedule. So I was looking for that when they released the schedule last night. And uh, obviously, as you said, that they kept that there. Some other thought that they kept that there, that if there's any players with a positive virus test, they got enough time to be ready for that matchup, as you said, could be, you know, as it's been most of the time, determine who wins the West. LSU plays six games before an open date, and then the open dates before Bama when they'll play four. A little, another little irony in the schedule. They play Auburn and Alabama back to back, albeit the open date between the two. And I, I, I didn't have time to look this up, but I don't know that they've ever played Auburn and Alabama in consecutive games. Again, albeit the open date between them, uh, in the history of the uh, games between those schools, which have always, and especially in the last 20 years, meant so much to the SEC West. But uh, you know, other than that, I think it's a doable schedule. You know, it's an SEC. You know, all, all games are tough. Even, you know, Vanderbilt and Missouri and Ole Miss. You never know what Lane Kiffin's going to do up there by the time they get to the end of the season. But, you know, it, that's where it stands. Now, as of today, Tuesday afternoon, the 18th, some schools have announced uh, capacity attendance guidelines, like 20%, 25%. I believe A&M said 30%. As of today, Tuesday, the 18th, in the evening, LSU has not made an announcement about bans and a capacity percentage or tailgating. Alabama has banned tailgating, said it's not going to happen initially. They could change that as the schedule goes forward, I guess. But nothing out of LSU. I believe they're going to wait and see more from the governor in the coming weeks. We're still, you know, five and a half weeks away from the kickoff. So no need to make that determination today, in my opinion. But uh, I know a lot of LSU fans are very curious. Well, we'll remain curious until they tee it up, Tommy. A lot of speculation. But as we've talked in previous podcasts, at least the SEC has been moving forward. They've had a plan. Uh, we talked about the NBA had a plan. They've executed their plan. They're doing very well with it. Let's hope the SEC's plan is as workable. And let's hope it's as successful as what we've seen from the NBA so far. I was reading over some of the requirements, if you will, for fan attendance at SEC football this fall. And I read this, Tommy. It says face coverings will re be required for all ingress, egress, and movement 
throughout the stadium. So unless you're sitting in your seat, maintaining social distancing from those who are not in your immediate household, you have to wear a mask. That, that seems reasonable enough. Uh, it said also every time you are unable to maintain the recommended physical distance from others who are not in your household, you're required to uh, wear the mask. So uh, basically, unless you're sitting down in your seat with your immediate family, you have to wear a mask in the stadium. Uh, there's a whole lot of other stuff about plexiglass and masks for the concession workers, but it's a plan. They have a firm plan that looks like they've got some scientific input. Let's just hope it works and that all SEC teams get to play 10 games, Tommy. I would think most people, you know, the give and take, hey, they'll wear the mask if they can go to the game, those that will get to go and have football and those that can't go will have it on TV. I think people understand the trade-off there. I'm not a fan of masks. I wear them when I have to. I did today earlier at the grocery store, but I'm, you know, I will follow the rules in order to be able to do certain things. I've talked to a lot of LSU season ticket holders who have deferred their money and tickets to next year, which was an option given by the LSU athletic department. And this was before the schedule came out. Nobody knew what, who, where, when, why, and if it's going to happen. Uh, so a lot of people, I, I'm, I'm being told that over 50% of the season ticket holders selected that option. Now, I got that on the skinny talk. I, I don't know how accurate it is. Uh, but, uh, you know, that that's what remains to be seen with that. Now, here, Trey, I got a big question for you that was thrown at me last night. Okay, and, and you got to listen to the question carefully. LSU... LSU and the SEC are scheduled to start September 26th. We all know that. Okay, that's about five and a half weeks from now. Trey Blossman, if you had to bet a $100 bill right now, before we hang up, do they play football games? Does the SEC and LSU play on Saturday, September 26th? The answer is yes or no. You're betting $100. What's your bet today? Yes. See, my bet's no. My initial reaction was no. And for people, you know, we've done this a long time, and we used to always say this. We didn't discuss that before this this podcast tapes are rolling. I hit you with the question, like, you know, for so many years in radio, we never really discussed what we were going to talk about. We just let it fly because we're both old. We both got a lot of experience with this. I say no because what we're already seeing at North Carolina, Notre Dame sent students home today, all virtual classes. You know, they, they got some football games that are scheduled September 5. Okay, that's three weeks before the SEC and LSU are supposed to start. You got NFL scheduled for September 13th when the Saints play against the Buccaneers. No fans in the Superdome for that one. I don't know what's going to happen, but if not, if bad things happen, virus outbreaks and issues happen between now and the 26th, I think if I had to bet the hundred dollars today, I'd say they're not going to play because the SEC is going to get their hand forced prior to the 26th. We'll call it maybe that Saturday or Sunday, the week before, and they're going to end up having to delay again or cancel the season like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 did. Well, you know, uh, as you asked me the question, Tommy, my gut was telling me no, no, and I thought about it and. Yes is what came out of my mouth. I don't know if that's partially hopeful or not. I don't know how realistic it is, but I feel like if they don't play September 26th, 
they're not going to play at all. Yeah, and you know, this all this stuff's changing every fifteen minutes. So well, it, you know, I, a- I speculated a week or two on another podcast, Tommy. Is the SEC working on a backup plan? Do they have a plan that says, well, if we can't play September twenty-six, let's shoot for October tenth and let's just lose those two games. Now, that's not fair because some teams might be losing tough games. And in our case, we're losing easy games we wouldn't want to lose. But uh, do they have a backup plan? Are they working I, on one as we sit here today, Tommy? I suspect yes, and here's why. Everybody in the conference has the buy in either week six or seven. Okay. Nobody's got to buy in week one or two or nine or 10, like could be in a normal situation. So I think with, with that in mind, they're thinking that, okay, if we have to delay it, everybody's going to still have the same number of games. Like you said, they got to wait till October 10 and just scrap game one and game two. That's just the way it goes. Everybody would then still play eight games. Okay. Then you have the buys in the middle if there has to be a postponement of a one game, say so-and-so team A can't play team B on the second week because there's a little virus situation, they could maybe put that into one of the open dates. I don't know. But let's hope. I think, look, the SEC has been the pioneers in this whole thing. I I would guess they got that list in the top de- drawer of the desk that, okay, if this happens, we're going to do this. If that happens, we're going to do this. They got plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and on and on. I think the SEC has got a plan for that. And, again, that's just pure speculation from somebody like me that's been around a long time and has watched these kind of things uh, oper- you know, unfold. Well, you've also worked within an athletic department as well. so Right. Yeah, you've got to have contingency plans or you're not worth your salt. As yeah, an well, I, 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 I think that they do also, Tommy. Uh, we mentioned earlier Bama has announced that they'll limit their attendance to 20%. Uh, you know, who gets the tickets, which of the, 50, well, which of the 50% of the season ticket holders that didn't defer everything till next year, there's still half out there where you can only put 20% in the stadium. Uh, they're going to be people fighting over those tickets, Tommy, because I know a lot of people who are not afraid to go to Tiger stadium and watch a football game. Another point, and then we're going to, we're going to shift and talk about the Tigers, uh, on the practice field. I got this question clarified a little bit earlier today from Michael Cobble of WBRZ here in Baton Rouge, one of my colleagues. You know, are visiting fans going to be able to attend? And I don't just mean LSU, I'm talking about all schools. And he said that he had reported a couple weeks ago, I missed it, that 500 tickets will go to the opponent as per the guidelines from the SEC. Ed Orgeron has already said he will give those 500 tickets to players families, staff families, things like that. So season ticket holders aren't going to have dibs on a road game ticket. We remind you, you're listening to Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Christ, saying please share this podcast with all of your friends. We, we put a couple of them out a week, and uh, we appreciate all the listeners and the feedback. Trey, LSU hit the practice field yesterday, Monday the 17th. You and I both caught some clips of some video. Media's not allowed in yet, not even put a little 20-minute thing that they used to do uh because of the covid uh you and i looked at some clips uh, we watched uh, ed orsron had a presser this afternoon via zoom we've seen that video and certainly too early to make any significant conclusions but uh it was good to see 
Tigers football team practicing and other schools were practicing too. I enjoyed watching it. There was only like a, what, a little less than three minute clip, but I watched it twice, which is not something <laughs> I would have normally done, but I was just like, wow, that's like purple and gold guys playing football. Well, you know, when you sent it to me last night, I, I watched it. I, I didn't know the origins of it or whether it was going to be available or if it was media only, but I had several observations, and we discussed these briefly before we started recording. But first and foremost, the best tight end recruit, I guess, in the history of college football is an incoming freshman at LSU. His name is Eric, with an A, Eric Gilbert. He's wearing number two. He passes the eye test, Tommy. That that guy is the real deal physically. Whether that translates into productivity, uh it probably will, but who knows? But uh, just physically, he looks like an intimidating force at tight end. Well, he, unofficially, he's he's a starter on a depth chart. On a depth chart that I seen that was compiled by some of the the, the really connected LSU uh, journalists that cover the team. Uh, yeah, he, he passes the eye test. You nailed that a hundred percent, Trey. Uh, and again, I enjoyed seeing. I thought Miles Brennan threw the ball well. Uh, stepped into it. They, you know, there wasn't a lot of video of Max Johnson, the left-hander, but uh, there's been reports that I've heard. I got a few ways of still finding out some things that Max Johnson has, has really looked good, has displayed some pretty good foot speed out there as well. Uh, and then, of course, you got T.J. Finley from over in Ponchatoula. That's your three quarterbacks, Brennan and those two. That'll be the top three guys. Obviously, Brennan's a starter uh, if and when they play on September 26th against Mike Leach's Mississippi State Bulldogs. You know, you, when you said that earlier, I, I, I'm still not used to hearing that, Mike Leach <laughs> with Mississippi State. That that sounds a little bit foreign to me. I, I, I wonder how, uh, <laughs> how, not how he's going to do there. I know he's a good coach and he'll do as well as you can do at Mississippi State playing in the SEC West, which uh, if you're breaking even in your conference games, that's probably pretty good. But how will he fare amongst the cowbell-ringing brethren of uh, Starkville, Mississippi? Well, keep in mind, Dan Mullen got him ranked number one in the nation, albeit for only a week or two. No, I think it's good for the SEC to have uh, Mike Leach of Mississippi State. I like Lane Kiffin. Uh, at, at Ole Miss, I think that's a good thing. Uh, you know, it's going to be fun. Hey, the SEC schedule is 10 games. Everybody's got five at home, five on the road. Uh, go get after it, and hopefully they can play. There is an open date on December 12. Uh, they'll play the SEC championship game if all things work out on December 19. Curious as to how the fan thing will work there, too. Uh, so there's still a lot of question marks, a lot of unanswered things, but uh, I feel we're taking steps in the right direction. But if I had to make that $100 bet, I'm going to say today. Now, I could make a different bet tomorrow. Today, I don't think LSU and the SEC start on the 26th based on all the info I've read, listened to, et cetera. Well, we, uh, we'll find out soon enough, Tommy. Uh, a couple of notes on LSU since we're talking about them. Uh, I didn't see this, but one of my sons told me that Coach, and I know you sent me the link to the press conference, and maybe this was covered, but Coach O said that once again, Justin Thomas is off the LSU team. I noticed he's been removed from the roster on the website as well. That's bad news. I think he was poised to have a big season on that defensive line, Tommy. 
Yeah, you know, they had, you know, Farrell's gone, Vincent, the defensive back, opted out. That happens every year. It's a little bit more magnified this year because everybody wonders if it's COVID reasons. But Vincent's had some some minor injury problems, some nagging things he could never get rid of. Look, LSU is a loaded, talented football team. They've won 16 straight football games. They're the reigning national champions. Trust me, as I said last August when I picked them to go 12-0, and 0, there's a tremendous amount of talent uh, out there on that LSU practice field. Uh, no, I have no doubt about that, and uh, they'll they'll be fine. But ultimately, it affects depth. I also saw Tyler Shelvin has some classwork to do. He has to pass an inter- intercession course or something to be eligible. I'm sure that they'll take care of that. Yeah, and, and that happens all the time, too. I mean, you know, well. Everybody's just dying for any and all information about LSU. And in the coming weeks, we may get some more of those little tidbits that usually occur and don't always get the attention that you get, you know, uh, under normal circumstances. But I applaud LSU. I applaud the SEC for the way they've handled this thing from the get-go. A lot of people deserve credit for that. And I hope, look, I'm making a $100 bet that they're not going to play, but I promise you I hope we have all college football that wants to play and I hope we have SEC football uh, this fall. Yeah, let's uh, let's sure hope so, Tommy. All right, Trey, we'll do this again. I know next podcast you want to talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs, so uh, we'll get to that a little later this week. Again, appreciate everybody listening. Trey, you have a wonderful day. Thank you, Tommy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.